0: Hello and welcome everyone to the Consistently OK podcast. My name's Luke and I'm here as always with Nick. Howdy. And we're presenting you with a podcast centered around pop culture that we do our very best to make consistently OK for you. This week's trailer comes from Comic Book Club. Give them a like, a follow, and support a fellow comic book podcast. Here they are to tell you more. What is
1: up, everybody? I'm
0: Alex. I'm Justin.
1: I'm Pete. And we host Comic Book Club, a weekly live talk show and podcast about comic books, 7pm, Crowdcast and YouTube, as well as your regular podcast listening places, iTunes, Stitcher, etc. And every week, we bring on the absolute best guests. From the world of comic book, right? Comic books, TV, film, we cover everything. You can come be part of the magic and um, uh, lightly insult us throughout our recording, Tuesdays at 7, or just listen on your own time. Yeah, We also have comedians on there as well. It's a fun time. Yes, thanks. It sounds like you're having fun, Pete. Uh, Pete actually <laughs> is the guy who hosts our trivia where you can win a $25 gift card to Woohoo! Midtown Comics every single week. You can use it in the safety of your own home. Come check us out. We would love to chat with you about comic books. Have a little fun. Talk about some old four-color funnies. Ah, nice. Fresh ref to close it out.
0: All right then, Nick. So it's been a long time since we've recorded. I'm uh, hold my hands up. It's all my fault i uh had covid and this is true. i and then my son got poorly again and then i went to england i visited england for the first time in a yes. long time and i saw you we d- we did it was weird it was it was unusual um, it was very strange harry was yeah. there as well and it um it was nice to see you both yeah so i've been busy and sadly a lot of my uh hobbies and things that i do outside of work and being a father got uh put to the side but hey we're here this is our season finale for season two yes. and we have big plans for season three which we'll go into later but yeah. for this episode we're going to go out with the bank and talk about a few things from the last month of our lives not to do with yeah. covid or other illnesses but to do a pop culture because that's what the podcast is about it is
1: yes it's not a medical one sadly
0: no but let's no. speaking of medical things i guess a good place to start is something that's been rumbling on for the last few weeks now which is uh moon knight Mm. so um yes he's 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 a bit fucked up so um yes should we should we dive into that first or or is there something else you want to go into first i'm
1: happy to jump into moon knight
0: okay so at this point of this podcast we are five episodes in how was it Hour six, so there's scenes scenes finale next week. So, unfortunately, because we've been desperate to try and get something out, uh, we're gonna miss the season, but we will talk about it on our social media channels on Twitter and Instagram and things. If you want to know our thoughts, that's where you'll find them because we won't get to record an episode regarding the final. But I'm a huge Moon Knight fan, which I think I say at the beginning of every Marvel thing well, I'm a big fan of this, I'm a big fan of that. But I'm a very big Moon Knight fan, I've loved Moon Knight since my early. Comic days begun, and I was very excited about this because I thought it looked very good on the the costume and the Mister Night stuff and everything. And I'm a huge fan of the Lemire run, which I thought this was going to follow most of the way through. Hmm. But I have some positives and I have some negatives, and I know from a text from Nick he's got some negatives, <laughs> yeah. which wouldn't be a surprise to anyone who listens. Um so I guess I will start should I start with positives or negatives or should we do all the negatives and then I will try and wrap it up with some positivity Yeah
1: maybe let's start with a negative because I feel like I might have a bit of a rant Okay
0: so why well, you go first then you start with your negatives and then good because yeah go through the, yeah because my negatives are pretty You nice. you should say your affiliation with Moon Knight though is a character like Quite comic love, wise, if you know anything
1: Yeah yeah so I absolutely love Moon Knight like Jeff Lemire's run is insane. It's just amazing. Like Art, story, everything about it is brilliant. And anybody out there should go and read that. I also thought the follow-up run, which was Max Bemis's Bemis. Yep. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, Bemis, yeah. I loved his run as well. I thought it was really dark. The art was cool. I thought it sort of like uh, tonally continued what Lemire was doing. And then I haven't read it since his run finished. Um, it's sort of like it felt like a good point to kind of like drop off a little bit, as I was making the switch from single issues to graphic novels, which is has been a struggle. It's like weaning yourself off an addiction. Um, yes, so love Moonlight, and I went into it saying to you, and I think I said it on the podcast, that um, I was concerned because the comics are dark they're quite visceral um and it reminds me of like daredevil the tv show in the like in my head i was like that's what the fight scenes should be like it should be brutal and like fisticuffs and that was the thing going into it that i was like i don't think they're gonna do it i think they're gonna shy away because the mcu has a history of that and they have um but that's not my well, biggest problem with it. Well, he did beat up that CGI werewolf thing. But you didn't see him beat it up, did you? Pulled out, and then you just hear the hits and then it comes back into the room. Which I was like I mean that there, there has been some bits, haven't there?
0: Where it's been a bit But not like A little bit of blood, but not I mean, not Daredevil Hallway scene beating the shit into everyone.
1: But you uh, could totally do that with Moonlight as well, couldn't you? Of course you could, yeah. Yeah, there is a version of that. Um, And I feel like that's missed the trick. I think the performances are great. I'm a huge Ethan Hawke fan. Um, Like, I really, really love Ethan Hawke. Um, And so it's cool to see him kind of in a villainous role. And I think Oscar Isaac's great. And the rest of the cast are all cool. My problem with it is twofold. One is that I think the and I've I've been saying this for a while, and it's only clicked with Moonlight, I think the MCU has got to a point where it is kind of a product of its own hype. And I think that is starting to... Like, yeah, and, and kind of to its detriment. Like, I think it's getting... It's not necessarily as entertaining, and it's becoming more annoying by seeing how much hype there is around things. For two reasons that this really stuck out on Moonlight. One, going into it, and I'm sure you remember this, when the trailer first came out, and in the background there was a box that said Von, and people were like Von Doom, Von Doom is yeah. in this show, like they're introducing. Do- and then people were adamant; they were like, Doctor Doom is introducing Moonlight, which from the comics would make zero sense. Like, it's just not there. I'm sure in some runs they've crossed over, but like when I was thinking of like the, yeah, name, yeah, it's not, it's not it's, really linked no. Yeah. Um, and I was like, there's no way it's not there. But it became such a big thing from people posting it on like Instagram and Twitter that then you get websites writing articles that are like Von Doom could be in thingy because of this. And so then the article is based off of somebody's screen grab of a trailer and it becomes a news story, which feeds the hype machine. It, it feeds it. It's like people are going to watch this show to see whether he's in it. Of course, you see the episode and he's not. Like That's It's literally like a Mr. Whippy fan. You're like, people. The one that then aggravated me so, so much and just proved my point that I'd been thinking across the first two episodes was, I think it was Nerdist put an article out that said, are Mark's, no, are Moon Knight's multiple personalities uh, a result of the multiverse? and the multiverse links to the MCU. And I was just like... Some, that's some good homework from there. Yeah, I was like, read anything about the character ever, and you'll know that it's not. But what that article does is it gets people sharing, gets people talking, gets people being like, oh, this. And it but builds that's... the hype around the multiverse, right? Uh-huh. And that aggravates me that the MCU has become this. And I said it, I think, with Falcon and Winter Soldier that there was a, a teaser for, Falcon, no, for Hawkeye, even. Uh, sorry, I got it wrong. For Hawkeye, where you see Elena fight a girl with blonde hair and a blue shirt. And leading into the episode, everyone was like, oh, my God, Agent 13 is in Hawkeye. Like, you're going to see Elena versus Agent 13. Cannot wait. This is it. It's everything. And then it's literally some random person that you've never met who just happens to be blonde and wears a blue shirt.
0: Which could be any. Well, happened, happened in the Loki trailer as well, didn't they? There was a yeah. character sitting in a purple background. Everyone thought it was Black Widow.
1: Yes. And like I feel like Moon Knight has just been the culmination of all of this hype where Moon Knight just isn't really connected to the rest of the universe in any way, which I'm completely cool with. Like I'm actually happy that it's not got many plot threads linked to it. Not yet. Not yet. There's still one episode ago. But they did talk about the astral plane this is true um but it it's like it it's it's at this level of absolute hype where it's just like it's completely missing the mark because what it's trying to do is like match up to what people are saying about it and i'm just like it doesn't doesn't flow and i it's think the because same of, that we no, go, you go
0: sorry no, you go i'm just saying it's the same it's the same story that we've had several times isn't it where it's it's the source material. There are people yes. that have never seen the source material and they jump on the Moon Knight bandwagon and they'll come into the comic shop that I run mm. and they will want to read about Moon Knight, but they won't want to read about the original run. Yes. They'll want to read about, they won't even want to read about the Lemire run, They want to read about the latest thing because Marvel churn out these comics around the same time for launch for New Writer. So, to be fair, Midnight yeah. Missions is actually quite a good Moon Knight comic. The one that's come out more recently, the first volume and the second volume is good, but they don't, they don't get it. So for a column like the Nerdist one to say about these things and get people hyped up about it, that's not really on the Moon Knight TV show, though, is it?
1: No, it, it's but, not. But, it's, but it,
0: it's frustrating. It's a frustrating thing because people don't know about the source material and they're not willing to learn about the source material. They're basing it off yeah. this hype of Moon yes. Knight and it's uh, it's shit. It would be like a director going into Moon Knight but not actually knowing who Moon Knight is. It's like Oscar Isaac did an interview and he said he had no idea who Moon Knight was. Kevin Feige, got in touch with him or his agent and said like, this is a character but like, a lot of the, the better actors will do or actresses will go and find the source material first. Like James Gunn posting all these comics and stuff when he's like, I'm going to read everything or um, who is it as well? Um, what's his name He plays Punisher? Oh, John Bernthal. Yeah, he went nuts. Yeah. He was in, every, every week on his Instagram he's like, yeah, back in the comic shop buying everything to do with Punisher so I want to know exactly who I'm playing yeah yeah, yeah. but these columns yeah. and stuff they, you're right they just they just write any old shit and it's just to get yeah. people
1: it's clickbait but it, isn't it yeah it, it completely is and I think that's the the thing that is at Marvel's detriment is that it that's the talk online is that like in between episodes you get people writing all these dumb articles or it's based off of an Instagram or a Twitter thing and you're kind of like just can the conversation not be about um the Oscar Isaac's performance yeah or about the comics and how that is related to the to the show can it not be like looking at where they're drawing inspiration or where they've done things and it's not it's well, there's not a pure. lot of,
0: there's not a lot of it going like even when you think about like mr Night, the declan Shelvy uh artist and yeah. writer now like he's tweeting about it but there isn't a lot of um hey this is where this came from and like yeah should be there. Should be an article all about Declan Shelby and like, yeah, he took that, the Moon Knight costume and he made a twist on it. And yeah. even, I mean, the article should be that they've completely twisted that Mister Knight character around because he's not a bumbling uh, Brit in the in the comic, which I'm sure is something else
1: that's frustrated you. Yes. So, like, ignoring all of this, like, I feel like what that that hype train kind of does is that in the time between me seeing an episode. Like in that week off I see a lot of that and it bugs me so I go into an episode kind of being like this is so annoying um which is annoying because I I want to go into them with an open mind and be like is this the one that's going to grab me like Loki I think I was completely surprised that I loved Loki as much as I did and it's still like one of my top MCU things like I think the score was amazing I think the story was great and everything in there I really love um But I didn't expect that. Like, going into Loki, I was fully prepared to be like, I just think it's going to be another MCU thing. But there was something special about it. I think made even more special by the fact that that finale, it wasn't like a big um, spectacle. Obviously, There was spectacle in it, but it was still, a lot of it was just talking. It's just a conversation, wasn't it? It's three
0: people in a room, effectively.
1: Which I really appreciate. I'm like, that's bold and it's interesting. It's different to the rest of the Marvel Universe and whatever. And I think with Moon Knight, you have that same opportunity where you've got a really interesting character and you can do really interesting things. And even if you don't one-for-one adapt a storyline, you can take chunks of that to create a story. Uh And I think what Moon Knight has done wrong with its story is that it's taken more influence from Egyptian mythology than from the comics
0: yes I completely agree and that's probably my biggest frustration with the whole thing is that I don't, I don't quite think it knows what it wants to be or how mm-hmm. it started because it started out as like a, almost what felt like a little bit of a comedy yep. and then it's like an Egyptian like Tomb Raider Mummy Returns type thing mm-hmm. and now it's this the mental institute thing mm. the best episode so far was the last episode that was out today early hours because episode five Mm -hmm. everything that was in the asylum slash the hippo situation Mm. and that was because i think if they just it would have been very good and it's easy to say like i would do it like this but if you just had moon Knight, if it just started in a mental institute like if that was the premise like there's this superhero locked in this mental institute and like the flashbacks, a bit, a, a little bit similar to Book of Boba, but not so slow. Like yeah. flashbacks showed you how he got there, mm-hmm. or like is he really there? And that was the thing: like, is he actually in this mental institute? How is he going to break out of this mental like maze that he's created for himself? You can still have Ethan Hawke as the villain, but I think when you see them in the mental institute, and yes, I know they're on a big boat going through like uh, not Purgatory, but like. Um, the afterlife yeah yeah. but you you know this there's still those elements but i just didn't feel like i just don't feel like you need all the tomb stuff and everything like that like there's enough there's enough with the gods it's like a huge step as well Mm. like so so you're going from like um i know thor's a god and everything but it felt quite grounded in a way as well with like the avengers stuff but within the space of a year you've gone from eternals Mm -hmm. which are like you know this whole other thing and like uh like um what are they called what are the big fuckers called celestials, celestials. and and got and egyptian gods and stuff like that you know you've got yeah. there's an awful lot going on at the moment it's it's being very forced down our throats mm-hmm. and you know we're about to throw like vampires into the mix as well mm-hmm. um and it takes it away from like a falcon and Winter soldier series which is obviously grounded mm-hmm. and it's just like this is going on but you know there's also got Thanos that's been doing stuff you've got gods and you've got things and I just this could have just been the psychological thriller mm. for six episodes mm-hmm. and you just want this Moon Knight character to like, to like break out but mm-hmm. I feel like it just all felt so like a bit mismanaged and it's such a shame yeah. because I think Ethan Hawke is good I think Oscar mm-hmm. Isaac is great mm-hmm. I think he does the old so as well although they've mixed up a little bit of the Jake and the the Steve Grant things yeah. like they're not the same as they would be in the comics, which is again is a bit of an odd choice. Yeah, we can only assume that Jake Lockley is in the other the side. Of side, of side of yeah, you, you assume. Yeah, Um, I actually thought he was the one waiting at the car. Yeah, I thought that as well because it was and there was, it was a, a taxi, taxi and I was, yeah, like... so I was like, "Oh, that's Jake," and we just won't ever find out. So yeah, I'm obviously I'm going doing what I normally do,ing like going around in circles. But I, I just think they missed the trick. I, I think mm. it would have been. I think they should have just like you kind of said, like they should have just stuck to a source, material, like the Jeff Lemire run. Mm. That's what they're going to go for. Then that's what they should go for. Like it would have been cool for him to be like that. Well, when he's in this mental institute, like he had the Mr. Night persona, mm-hmm. but then when he's in the past and when he comes out, finally he's Moon Knight, but six episodes is not long enough. No. These shows either. Cause you, you finally like my wife just said as well, you just, you just starting to get more into these characters. And then there's going to be, like it feels like it felt the same with Hawkeye and stuff with the Kingpin stuff, like using stuff, but that, that, that reveal needed another three episodes to play out. Mm. And this needs another three episodes for wherever it's going to go. Like now he's found his balance and stuff like that. Cause you feel like Ethan Hawke's character, Arrow is just going to be completely, he's just going to be gone, isn't he? It's like yeah. an hour, like, and it's going to be really quick, just like it was, again in Hawkeye with the kingpin fight and the, um, the fight on the ice between Hawkeye and Elena as well, which I know you love. Like, yeah. all, all too quick. It needs like eight episodes. And that's why Daredevil was always so good because you almost got two seasons in one Yeah, with an ongoing, underlapping story. And yeah. I, I just, I don't, because I've heard a lot of people say that they don't like the way Moonlight looks, either and everything like But I think it looks good. Like, even the Egyptian stuff looks good. Like the scene at the end of episode two when he's like, "Where do you think we are?" and he's in Egypt and he opens the curtains. are like, "Wow!" But then that whole third episode of him going around Cairo wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, 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 just was so dragged out. It's just like you don't you just these beats. Um, but there's some like the bits when he phased out in the first episode and the ice cream truck and stuff. I thought all of that was really good
1: mm-hmm.
0: and funny. So there's, I think there's got there's a lot going for it, but there's. All sorts of negatives because I think they've just thrown too many genres into it. I guess.
1: Yeah, I just like the first episode didn't grab me, and I think part of it was the was the MCU humor of like it just felt unnecessary. um And I don't know if that's just again from me reading source material, but I was like, I've, I don't remember reading Moonlight and thinking like, oh, it's a bit of a comedy. Um, no, no, it's not not at all. And I think that for the first episode anyway, that was the thing that I was I was kind of getting bugged by. Was I was like, mm. In the second episode, I remember thinking it was a bit better because I was like, oh, okay. So there is a bit more depth to this. There's a bit more kind of going on. Um and I do like the look of him visually. Like I think he looks really cool. I think the things where he doesn't look cool is when you can clearly tell it's full CGI. Uh-huh. Like there's a couple of shots where like he's it looks like he's just stood there, but it looks like they fully CGI mapped him rather than he's just in a costume. And that looks a little like janky. It's look a little like wait. I mean won't...
0: that's not gonna look good if he turns up in the other because he's uh, from what I've read, I don't think he signed like a multi-year contract or anything, but have, this... I think they've got they've probably got hopes to eventually have like a Moon Knight Daredevil blade yeah, thing like uh Cause... type thing going
1: forward. Cause the other thing that I've that I literally was just reading about yesterday, um, which baffles me a lot, is that I'm pretty sure this is just a one season and done. Like, they've submitted this and Hawkeye to some award, I can't remember if it's the Emmys or something, but they've submitted it in the limited series category. Which they're like, the breakdown for that is saying it has to be a series which will never get another season. Like, it I, is purely- I don't think
0: it will, I th- I think they're both hawkeye was essentially to get kate bishop yeah, on the yeah. map, wasn't it yeah this is essentially to do all to get all the background stuff out for moon knight mm-hmm. so when he turns up in avengers or wow. blade or whatever he's going to yeah. do like all the alter ego stuff is done and dusted mm-hmm. and he's just awesome moon knight but he's gonna have to go back or, you know whether they you know because you wouldn't It'd be too. It'd be too much to have an episode like it's, it's. Let's say they do do a Daredevil series, but Moon Knight is like a supporting character. If you've also got Moon Knight having a breakdown, and he's sometimes he's Stephen Grant, and sometimes he's uh, think it would be too comedic as well, wouldn't it? Imagine him bumping into yeah, yeah, yeah Peter Parker. But but I th- I think going back. Sorry about the first episode. I think the thing that ruffled me up about it is it was also it was a lot of Stephen Grant, during yes. his British accent. Yeah, and I think. Again, it's a shame that it wasn't set in the Men's Institute and you just had, like, the flashbacks to when he got murdered and, mm-hmm. you know, um, Conchu like, saved his life effectively. Like, I just think it took... It was a whole hour of the first episode just... Of Stephen. Just as Stephen Grant. And I, I, I like... It was cool that he was, like, tied to his bed and everything. You know, I like the first time you see uh, Spectre in the mirror and he's like, yeah. let me take over. Yeah, but that was cool. That, that's why I like this episode more because... I don't mind the split. Per- I like the split personality stuff, but it was such, it was, it was a nice moment when those two hugged. Yeah. In the Men's Institute, it's like combined. I like the whole idea that they've got to balance each other out and everything. It just, um, I think, I think the first two episodes were a bit of episode one and three were definitely a bit of a struggle. Yes. Episode, episode four had its moments as well with good stuff as well. Yeah. Like I enjoyed it, but I don't know. I really wanted to like it as well, like really mm. like it. And I think I just like it, it's not like it's really passable, cool. enjoyable. I, th- I think it all kind of rests on the season finale. Like how does, yes. how does it end? Is it, is it going to end with us thinking like Moon Knight's going to be popping up straight away? Or is it kind of like, well, they could easily not renew it and we'll never see Moon Knight again?
1: Well, this is the thing. Reading about it, it's it this thing where it says it's a limited series and the stipulations of it are like it can't ever have a follow on season. Got me thinking. Where I was like, "Why would you tease uh, Jake Lockley? Because if you're not gonna have a second season, and you've got one episode where you suddenly introduced him, what, like, what do you do?" Well, they're probably. I think they're, do I mean, they. They they're just ign- up... ignore him, or like...
0: unless they, unless he's going to get his own film. I mean, they could easily do a film, couldn't they? I mean, yeah. yeah. I don't really believe for a second that Stephen Grant is gone gone either. No, like, yeah, uh, definitely back. Right. There's no way he's uh if he can manifest him once, he can manifest him again, can he? So yeah.
1: So um, uh, Yeah, so I just there have just been like a lot of things with it where it just same as you where it's just missed the mark. And the the thing where I text you and was like, I think this is awful was when they introduced the the hippo lady lady. Um Tarouette or whatever name is, yeah, because a it's that typical Marvel humor of like we're gonna show you something in the shadows which looks like a creature and it, it's scary, and then it opens the doors and it's actually like a cutesy thing. And it's like, hey, it was funny when he screamed, though. When it was funny Grant, when he screamed, but the, the hey pissed me off so much. I was like, uh. no, you've done it before, like, just no. Um, and then it infuriates me as well that it's you give a character that isn't in the comics that much time um, when you ignore a lot of what's in the comics and that's where I was really feeling like I was like you guys just haven't it's like you just haven't touched the source material like Mr. Knight's completely different um, like even just Moon Knight in general is different because he's not as visceral he's not as kind of like brutal um and then you've got that you'd give that random hippo character a lot of time just because it brings levity to the situation of like well they're trying to balance life and death and i get that is that's the mcu where it's like well we can't go too dark we always need something that kind of like balances and gives a bit of light fine like i get it but when you get to the fifth episode of a six episode season and you've barely scratch the surface of what the comics do it just grates it's just a bit like well like where's the like where is well, that's movie? what you
0: want isn't it? you need another six episodes always to get to the comic stuff now like if he's yeah gets this stuff out of the way it just i just feel like the villain was wrong as well i just yeah you know you, you kind of wish it was um you know even if they deviated from the comics more and like it was um cause in the comics he's murdered by um
1: his name what's his name bush um, bushman bush... bushman i yes. think yeah which they mentioned Ooh. in this last
0: episode yeah the, yeah they did yeah so i mean it, i think you could have easily just had a villain being in the flashbacks and things mm-hmm. uh, and then saved like even hawk for later but
1: even anyway the weird thing about ethan hawk as well is like um when i saw the trailers for it and before they announced that he was like an original character that's sort of like a few people from the comics visually he looks like the. um the sun god guy from the Max Bemis run, yeah, who's yeah. like dark there's... as like that is dark as fuck. Like there's a lot of shit in there where I was like, oh my god, and they would never do it because it would be like an instant R rating. But like visually, he looks like him, um, and so I was kind of like in my head, I was like, oh, you have an opportunity to do a version of that, and you you just they kind of haven't, and yeah, it just it's all sort of like just not felt right with me i also thought it was interesting because again i could be remembering this wrong but stephen grant in the book is he like uh he's like he's not um he's like a millionaire or something isn't he yeah he's he's a bit like a bit, oh he's labeled as like a bruce wayne isn't he yeah and i thought that was weird that it's like you've the version that you've yep. adapted of him is like well, that's the that's the
0: thing, yeah. They've they've mixed them up a little bit. They're, well, yeah. not even mixed them up. They've just ignored, like, so they have, which is why I didn't think Jake was Jake Lockley was even going to be in it because you've got Mark Specter's like the cool mercenary, kick ass kind of guy, yeah. And then Stephen Grant is the sophisticated million multi millionaire, which is how Moonlight has like, or the, he has a like lot all this money, yeah. And then Jake Lockley is the like, dressed down cab driver, brutal, sussing yeah. out all the criminals and type things, but he's a bit bumbly as well. Yeah. So it's, it's a sad, so like, what do they do with yeah. Jake Lockley now? Cause he's, uh, he's not going to be a billionaire, is he? Or a millionaire, or look like a Bruce Wayne type thing, cause he's a taxi driver. Like, they should have yeah. just, I mean, they've done the Steve Grant thing, haven't they? Even that, even that could have been fine as well. Like, they're doing the men's institutes, but like Stephen Grant could have been he could have been that couldn't he like mm. you could have um, you could have seen like loads of different lives you could have wondered okay so one minute Oscar Isaac is this rich guy and now okay now he's a now he's Moon Knight and he's also an immense institute like which is where is it real yeah um, but I, yeah that's why I think they missed the battle but
1: yeah
0: obviously that's a lot of Moon Knight talk yes. um, that seems to be so we will wrap it up on our social media channels to talk mm. about it more um Should we move on to something else?
1: Yes, let's do it. I've got um, a couple of uh, quickfire things, which I don't know if you've seen, but I can give you a couple of sentences if not. Let's do it. Okay, so first one, Scream 5.
0: I haven't seen it yet. We are going to watch it. It's on our to-do list uh, to watch, but it's it's probably maybe this weekend. I think we'll try and check out. Have you seen it?
1: Yeah, I loved it. Um, Nice.
0: I've had really good things.
1: Yeah, I missed it in the cinema and I'm kinda of gutted I did. Um I was meant to see it and then I I think I I can't remember why I didn't. Um It's supposed but, to be
0: pretty pretty brutal as well, isn't it?
1: I think. There's yeah, there's some savage kills in it. But yeah because I didn't enjoy Scream Four. Um No, me neither. Or I three. Just, yeah, three also is a bit ropey, but um but yeah, four especially I remember seeing the cinema and just thinking it was rubbish. And like I think there's a scene where a guy gets stabbed in the head and then like, continues walking and says something, and then dies. And I was like, "You, you would have just died." Um, but it was there for like a weird comedic thing, and I just remember thinking Scream Four was just dire. Um, All right, so screen- no hippos, no
0: hippos, no, and
1: no being stabbed in the head and walking and making walking, a joke. Die. Got it.
0: Um,
1: but yeah, so um, so yeah, so I went into Scream Five, kind of. Like, I don't know what to make of this, but loved it. I just thought it was really well done um it was risky some interesting kills is it a good twist
0: is it a good like
1: uh yes yeah. su-
0: did you suspect who it was or is it like uh a...
1: um only lay on well no i didn't suspect who it was um it flitted between a few people yeah which i guess is kind of what you want and there was one person who was kind of like oh it won't be this because of this and and I'd sort of like ticking things off in my head of like who it might be. So it did keep me. Yes, um, that's good.
0: Oh, yeah. I watch it at the weekends. I think that's what we're going to do anyway. Or well, that, and I've got to. I'm going to try and get Yannicka to watch um to watch the Batman because we were supposed to watch that last weekend, but we didn't get to it. So. Exciting. Um, I think exciting.
1: Yes, the screen five was good. I also watched um Studio Six Six Six, the Food Fighters thing. Have you heard of this?
0: I've heard of it, yeah, but I yeah. feel a bit. I don't know if I could bring myself to watch it. I feel very sad about the drummer.
1: Yes, um, dying, So I watched it the same weekend that yeah, he he passed away. Um, it's good. It's like a, a it's kind of like a B movie horror that's like very kind of um, like Dave Grohl humor of just like this is mental. Um, but it was good. It was a good watch. Um, is Jack is Jack Black in it? I don't think so. No. No. Um, or if he is i didn't recognize but it, it sort of is in the same vein as that like tenacious d video um yeah. but it was good yeah I, I um i wasn't sure what to make of it before i went into it but i was like yeah i actually really enjoyed that nice. um okay a couple more things um one i don't know if you've watched any of it yet but station 11 I
0: no think- again it's, uh, we've been meaning to watch it it just hasn't been it hasn't been an evening of watching time watching in the time. Barnes household the last right. few weeks, but it's it's on the list from when we last spoke about um yeah that and yellow jackets.
1: Yeah yellow jackets was good as well yeah um so I watched the station eleven finale I think it must have been like two or three weeks after we last recorded that episode and I'd written it down on my notes to be like I need to talk about this because like I loved everything about that series. Um in the same way I loved heels like that everything about heels was just like perfect to me. Um, Station Eleven was exactly this. I think the score's amazing, the cast were great so a really interesting story, it's quite different to the book from what I understand um, Charles has read the book and he was kind of like filling us in on each episode, like this is really different, but I think what it all works, so definitely worth the time if anybody's looking okay. for kind of like a post-apocalyptic show um, on. Last three, but again I'll do these in quick five succession I saw The Northman, which I know you were you had a ticket too. Did you see it?
0: Yeah. No, no, I didn't okay. get to see it. No, I, I still, right. I still got it. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. Got like a open ticket.
1: Yeah. I thought it was all right. Um, the lighthouse, I thought was more interesting. Um, okay. So, yeah. See what you think. Um, we crashed on Apple. Don't know if you watched. So it. we've uh, we've seen the first bit of it. Okay. But I didn't quite
0: like it that yeah. much. It, yeah, I've have gone a bit off. I've gone a bit off Jared Leto. I think.
1: I mean, I've heard Morbius is a shit show. I've not seen it, but yeah, I've heard I'm Not surprised. show as well. Um, but yeah, uh, I just thought it was a really interesting story and like absolutely baffling that it was real. Um, yes, I know yeah. it's based on a podcast uh, about this event but, that went down at WeCrash, but like just watching it is just ridiculous. Like every episode, you're like, how are these, how is this going on? Um, in the last like six, seven years as well, which was just nutty. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, last two things, uh, Slow Horses. Don't know if you've watched that. No, we're gonna watch. We nearly started watching that, but we started watching Severance instead. Oh, weird. I've watched a few episodes of that. Very odd. Good. Yeah. Um odd, odd and, but good. Yeah, I was gonna try and finish it this week. Ben's still a director as well, which is yeah, he did, yeah. Mental. Um slow horses is really good. I think it's like six episodes. Um it's the Gary Oldman one, isn't it? Yeah, Gary Oldman. Um and uh I've forgotten her name. Kristen something. I've forgotten Kristen Scott Thomas, maybe. Um yeah. but that yeah, really good, really entertaining, really cool story. Um, really addictive. Like we did like four episodes basically across two nights because we we're just like this is a hook. Um so yeah so really good and finally the one that i feel like everybody has to see the nick cage film oh the- yeah really oh my seen it god it's so good i'm
0: so jealous i can't wait to see that it, um, it's, definitely, it's definitely gonna be one i see when it comes out like i don't know on itunes or something but it's uh it's it, really- it sounds so good i've heard so many good things about it
1: it really is like i said to charles after we saw it i don't know if You'd like it if people weren't a Nick Cage fan. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, admittedly, why would you go see it if you weren't a Nick Cage fan? But, um, but there's just like so many little things in it where you just like, this is awesome. Um, it's really funny. Um, there's a couple of people in it who were in an Apple show called The After Party. Um, yeah. And they're both like hilarious in it. And they're both amazing in The After Party. And Pedro Pascal's amazing. The whole thing is just, yeah, it's absolutely genius. Um feels really original as well. Like I don't feel like I've I've seen something like that before. Um so yeah. Does he
0: feel like he is just being Nick Cage the whole time, or does it feel like he's acting as Nick Cage? Um so he said it was like really hard to film.
1: Yeah, it it's interesting. There's like um they do this like kind of like arty thing where there's like the present Nick Cage um and that feels like he's playing him, but also he is acting a role, and um, that you kind of never question it. And then there's like a, an arty side to it where it's like the personality of Nick Cage, and yeah. and how the two of them sort of like cross over, and that is brilliant. Um, okay. Yeah, I so, will definitely watch it. I watch yeah. everything that you've spoken about. It's all really good. Um, so yeah, and then I guess do we want to wrap up the episode with the uh, with the Maisel. Yeah, let's, because I think that's what the listeners
0: are tuning Everybody's in for. Everybody's waiting for, yes. So, uh, about over a month ago now, it was the season finale of the best TV show out <laughs> there, surprisingly, <laughs> which is The Marvelous Ms. Maisel, which is just so good. And I know it's Nick really and I talk good. about it a lot, but it's so well written, and it's got these, I know we did speak about this last time, but these scenes where they just, they're all, it's sort of do you those Friends episodes where they always had like an in, it was almost like an in-house episode where they spent all the time in the apartment. Yeah. So it was almost like, it wasn't like one shot, but it felt like it was just one, like there was no, you know, there was no outside scenes or anything. It was just like, mm-hmm. it was like an episode where Ross is trying to get everyone ready for their dinner. the mothers from Miss Maisel, they do these long, seg- these long uh, cuts where they're all either just sitting around a table or there was one where they're on the Ferris wheel, which we did speak about. Mm-hmm. And they're just so well-written. It's so fast-paced. And they must be having an absolute fucking blast when they're recording them. Because yes. they're so funny as well. Um, and every character in the show, if you've watched it, or if you haven't watched it, if you get started, you will basically fall in love with every character, even the yes. ones that are dicks at the beginning, mm. aka Joel. Yes. Um, You just can't help but root for all of them. And mm. Jesus Christ, like, I think Abe is like the best character on TV. Yeah. He's cool. It's so it's, good. It's,
1: yeah, it's just, it is unbelievable writing. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it really is a masterclass. Like, in the same way that I always think that Tarantino is like a masterclass in dialogue, I think this is of the same level where it's just like the, the dialogue feels real, natural. It's got like a rhythm to it. It's got a beat. Um, it all just flows and because it's uh, a comedy, um, the humour is just so um, precise and it's so refined. Like it, it's nothing... it's very it's like
0: effortless humor. It just yes. feels like it feels like every other sentence you could you'd be smiling at. Mm. And I think it's I think I said this before as well, but I wouldn't ever really want to see these actors or actresses not in, in his the roles. roles. Like I, I'd <laughs> hate I'd hate to find out. I I don't think I've ever seen Joel's the actor who plays Joel anything else before and I've definitely <laughs> never seen him in any interviews but I don't want yeah. to know Joel outside of Joel and I don't Joel. want to know Abe outside of Abe although I've seen him <laughs> in other things before yeah. so um, I'm comfortable yes. I saw I, don't, I can't remember her name now what's Abe's wife called? Oh um, I've completely blanked She's she popped up in something I saw recently and I was like no <laughs> it was like it was something modern as well I was like no <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> go, go back to your year, uh, yeah. but it's it's so it's so good, and yeah, I know it's, it's not something that really bleeds into these pop culture podcasts, but I don't care. It's, yeah, it's pop culture Watch adjacent. It. It's, we, um, we're going to do an in depth on Marvelous Ms. Maisel when it's all wrapped yeah. up. So oh but there's only one season left now, isn't there? So yes, and that, you that didn't even a, know
1: it was season finale. You were gutted. no, but this is the thing that I was going to talk about, um, which is obviously if anybody hasn't watched it, switch off here because I'm going to spoil this episode, but um, I, I, like, I've got to talk about it because like, I don't know anybody else who's watching it at the moment. And so when I watched that episode without realising it was the finale, the like final 10 minutes completely broke me. Um, the character of Lenny Bruce, who I like absolutely love, um, who I just think is genius. Um, the scene where he talks to her on the stage um, and ends it by saying, "You'll break my fucking heart." I was like, um, "I'm done. I can't." But, like it, it, just made me so emotional um, because you can kind of see he's on a trajectory of like going down, and she's kind of on this trajectory of she could go up, um, and he's sort of trying to um, inspire her to go to go further, and uh, and take and, to be, and to be better than him as well, isn't it? Yeah, and to like really kind of take anything, like not be so picky, because that was kind of what this season was, is that she was trying to be like, I want to do it on these terms and I want to do this and this, and it it wasn't quite working. Um and for him to kind of like give that and the way that it's acted and the delivery of the lines and the dialogue, the like pause between him walking away from her and then just saying, like, you break my heart, which is like fucking hell. And then to have the scene, like the very last scene of that episode is her walking out into this blizzard and seeing, like, the the um, the talk show that I think was at the start of the season or, like, a few episodes into the season. Yeah, it was um, a couple of episodes in, I think. Yeah, um, and sort of have that loop a little bit where it's kind of, like, you can see her, like, thinking it through and, and kind of envisioning what her trajectory is going to be. Um, it was just, yeah, so hard-hitting and just so perfectly written i um yeah it just hit me so hard my favorite bit
0: was when they went to show baldwin's wedding and they got cornered into the room yeah. where they were getting off of money and uh susie was like this much money sounds really good and it's like we're not gonna take it <laughs> yeah Don't stick that fucking money up your ass was <laughs> yeah. like, oh this sounds good though no right? fuck that too and they like smacked the tray out of the waiter's hand
1: yeah it was good I the um the sort of like comedy show off between uh Maisel and the um, the other com- comedian, I've forgotten their name.
0: The one from um, whatever it was called, the music thing.
1: Yes, um, I thought Susie. What's yeah, Susie? She's not Susie. What's the Susie Manager. Um, I've forgotten her name. Uh, isn't her name a real name? Isn't her real name Jane or something? Yes, it is. But I can't remember the character's name, which is really annoying uh sophie sophie yeah yes um their comedy face off when they were at the the talk show thing i thought was great um like they're both just bouncing off of each other so well um i think i actually skipped that bit ahead because i found it so awkward it is insanely awkward like it was i don't, so I don't do
0: i don't do really well with like awkward things like uh yeah. you know if someone's like singing something and they uh, don't know everyone's listening it's Oh my god! Like I just have to fast forward it.
1: Yeah, it was so. so awkward, but it it was just it's so well done. Um, like just trying to warm up each other, and it was like going off the awkward thing as well. The scene where she does the um the joke about sleeping with somebody who was married at the Jackie Kennedy um oh yeah dinner. So really hell. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: she always puts her foot in it, doesn't she? But yeah, again, it's. The environment sets her up to fail because they Mm. egg her on so much. And it's like, okay, I can go one step further, but always ends in a shit show.
1: Yes. It's Um, good
0: stuff. So we're uh, really looking forward in the Barnes household for for a season five finale. Hopefully maybe you can visit here and we can watch it all together.
1: Yeah, I will be a a wreck. I'm I'm not ready for it to...
0: Not ready? No. it's... It's like end game, but on another level
1: yes it is it is more emotional than end game it, definitely
0: yeah can't can't deal with it so a bit of a short and sweet episode as we bow out of season two um before we do wrap up though just to give uh everyone that's listening a, a thank you for listening for the last two seasons um obviously a lot of delays on my end but hopefully those are all uh done and dusted for season three so we're going to have a, a break but we'll still be active on social media more so than normal as we try and uh Keep things going on there, but we're going to relaunch with season three on the fifteenth of June, mm-hmm. where we start our next in-depth uh, episodes after the the Batman ones. Do
1: you want to go into what we're going to talk about, Nick? Yeah, so I think we said at the end of the Batman episodes that we did. Yeah, we're going to talk about um, the viewer skew films um, and kind of run through Kevin Smith's films with the the announcement that Cloak three is out um, this year sometime. We don't have a release date, but um, I feel like uh, we've sort of both landed on this fairly. Um, like I think a bit of a,
0: a, a lighter subject than the Batman films as well. I think it's yeah. nice. There's a, quite a bit of comedy in his films. So, I mean, yeah. the aim will be to, to have one of those out with you the 15th of, uh, of every month and we'll have guests again we'll try and I mean we have no idea at the moment of recording when Clerks 3 is out so if Clerks 3 comes out in the middle of this or close the and then we'll record that one and talk about that and then carry on with it as well so yep. we're going to do that and we will release a pop culture related episode as well as and when whether it falls just before or just after or it's a bit more spread out so yeah you still have us talking about things that we've uh, seen or enjoyed recently or mainly disliked as we send to like this more things than actually say positive things. Yeah. So that would be what we're going to do. And we'll have, like I said, more guests, more, um, more promoting other podcasts as well and other Mm -hmm. things around. Because I think that's a huge community and we hope you keep coming back and listening to
1: us. Yeah. We're, um, we're super excited about it. I think, especially like, you know, kind of guaranteeing that we're going to have an in-depth every month on the 15th and like i think our pop culture episodes as well it's going to be really nice to kind of um just dive into them as and when i think uh like rather than us trying to structure things and then kind of say you know definitely going to do this or whatever it's going to be a bit more kind of like ad hoc but i think that kind of plays into what we do i think it's more conversational and it's more kind of just um us riffing off of whatever we've seen, Matt, yeah. around that time. I think
0: we're. it's easy to say, that, well, it's maybe odd to say that we're still finding our feet after two seasons, but we are like every podcast evolves and it changes. And I think <laughs> hopefully season three is the best season that we've done. And
1: yeah,
0: and hopefully we keep doing them. So um, yeah, appreciate everyone for sticking with us and hopefully uh, you come back for season three.
1: Yeah, thanks so much, everyone. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for it. I'm really excited to jump into it. The Kevin Smith films, I'm, I'm
0: kind of I just skipping. Can't time. wait to talk about Clerks, too. Oh my god, it's going to be yeah. the best, the best, so, funniest film. You haven't seen um,
1: Reboot either, have you?
0: No, not yet. Right. So that'll be okay. the first time. So that's quite cool. nice as well. So yeah. that's something I've never seen uh, before. So if you do want to keep uh, following us, you can find us on social media Twitter and Instagram at ConsistentlyPod and on YouTube by simply searching okay Podcast. We stream on all podcast services. And as we said, from the 15th of uh, June. The fifteenth of every month, we'll do our in-depth episodes. with pop culture episodes following on, as and when the mood strikes us. Yes. Right. Ooh. Anything else to I think? I think that's everything. Just yeah. Thanks for everybody
1: listening to season two, and uh, we'll see you in season three.
0: Yes. Keep an eye on our social media. Then we'll be popping up. We're going to try and do a lot more on there as well with mm-hmm. different thoughts and views on things coming out, um, such as the Moon Knight finale. So hopefully we, hopefully we really love it. Hmm. yeah <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Take
1: care. Yeah, thanks, everyone. Cheers. Bye. Bye.